Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! Can't remember my roommate's name, but we couldn't get into the our, our room, and two exotic dancers came down the hallway and said, here you go, let us give you a hand with that. How about that? I was 16. It was like, whoa. Mandy Edmonton has checked in, by the way. She says, hmm, flashback. I did find glitter around an ex's house all the way into the bedroom. Now you know. No charge. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a Flame Tech Football Friday. I can tell you that we're coming in hot here on Canada's daytime sports talk show. And uh, good afternoon to Eastern Canada. Good morning to those of you in the West like us and to our American friends. Thanks for joining us today. RP here, Moose there. What's up, Moose? Not much. That's really catching on, by the way. Moose. Well, they asked me at the rink. I, I walked in, and, and Greg was, was he said, uh, is Rod the only one that calls you Moose, or do other people actually call you Moose? It's starting to catch on it a little is, bit. And I like it. On social. I really but. like it. John Frenzy's hot to trot today. That's why I say we're coming in hot. And the viewers are right again. They want to know his thoughts on what's been an interesting week in the Canadian Football League. And John will be with us in block two. It's actually, I'm sorry, I just ate a G2G bar. It's kind of stuck up in my grill. Okay. It's good, though. Uh, John Frenzy with us. AJ Jakubik will be with us as well, the voice of the Ottawa Red Blacks, the pre- and post-game host of the Ottawa Senators radio broadcast. He's the voice of the Ottawa 67s when he has time. And Ottawa Fury, if they haven't changed their thing, I think their name, I think it's Ottawa Atletico now. We'll get Aaron John Jakubik to, uh, Aaron Jacob Jakubik to sort that out when he joins us. He and Lynch tend to get in arguments. Yeah. If you recall. Yeah. You remember AJ, John? Yeah. Yeah. So I hope they get in an argument today. And uh, Barry Davis will join us, Blue Jays Sportsnet alum. And uh, he's going to join us to talk about the Bluebirds as they open up at Tampa Bay tonight. So those are our guests. And, of course, you, a very big part of the show, our viewers. So get ready to uh, chime in as we go. I I appreciate, um, man, the comments are coming in like crazy. Dean Tix in Green Bay says, happy Friday, all. Ryan McCarthy in Saratoga, New York. It's football Friday. Uh, a lot of the Americans. Can we get a little noise from the Canadians around here? Is it just Americans watching? And before I go any further, Canadian lifestyle clothing is what's clothing me today. Our good and longtime friend, Craig Campbell. He's the executive director of the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto. It's his son that comes up with this lifestyle clothing. I love it. Especially with what I'm wearing. Sand-colored shorts. I don't know if this is coming across on television, but this is a, what would you call it? Earth tone. Earth tone. Very earth tone green. Yeah. Yeah. Deep and yeah, it's good. I've become the guy that if there's a fir tree on anywhere, a fir tree in your logo, I'm a fan. You're in. So Minnesota Wild. Yeah. Max Paddock's Goldie Mask. That's right. I just love what makes us us. Canadian lifestyle clothing. Thanks for uh, sending it to us. Okay. Quick six show topics, please, Jordan. Let's go. (laughs) 
because it is a football Friday, but we're going to talk about all things here in the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace before we settle in on the football discussion. So where are they? Number one, <clears throat> the Leafs-Jets game was over by the time I got to the Dub Hub last night. It was over, basically. Didn't they jump up to a 4 nothing lead, Toronto? No. It was, what did it end up? It was 3-2 after one. It ended up 5-3, I believe, in uh, with an empty net goal. So it was it was 4-3. Yeah, into the start of the third, they added a. There was not much going on in the late part of that game. It all happened early. It all happened. That's why it was over in. early. That's it my was point. over early. Yeah. So my leftovers is that a Leafs Jets playoff series wouldn't be good news for Winnipeg. That's the way that it's looking right now. And you don't expect Connor Hellebuck's going to allow three goals on six shots most nights, but that's what happened last night. And then Laurent Brassois didn't fare much better. So I guess you burned the tape. Pomo looked very upset after the game, and he had reason to be for a variety of reasons. But let's remember, Winnipeg, this stage right here, the home stretch, is about fine-tuning, getting your game together. You have what you have now. The trade deadline's over. You are a good team. So let's get it together and roll. But it's going to be the Oilers that they're going to face in the Stanley Cup playoffs. It looks like in round one, that's a big test there. Very big. And this is your chance to prove that it's not the 1980s anymore that you're not our dad's Jets. So don't worry about what happened last night to the Leafs, but you got to get it together. And the other thing was, did you see Alex Gilchenyuk's hit on Adam Lowry? You must have seen it. Well, Maurice was upset about that after the game, and a lot of the Jets fans were. And I looked at the replay several times in in full speed, not slow-mo. I don't care that Adam Lowry's six inches higher than Alex Gilchenyuk. You hear that all the time from the teams that that get hit. Right. When they're bent over at the waist, what does that mean that they're six inches higher? Nothing. And they were like bumper cars. He just kind of went, rolled into him. It wasn't a charge. It wasn't a blatant elbow. So, and Lowry seems to be okay. I know what you just went through with Blake Wheeler, and he was back last night. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't think that the Galchenyuk hit was, was dirty at all. Uh, Jacob Vrana scores four for Detroit last night. Called him the hot wing. Avalanche have clinched. The Avalanche have clinched. It's just going to be a Vegas-Colorado head-on division championship there in the Honda West. Man, that's going to be good. Yeah. See, up here in Canada, we got a three-horse race, really. Montreal looks like they've done, they'll have they be the fourth team. Throw them up in the air for the most part as to where they land standings-wise. But as far as the Honda West, it's a two-team race. And that's exciting because they're two very good teams. Yeah. And then the other one was, as I was perusing NHLPR this morning, Theo Fleury. Well, Sebastian Aho potted two shorthanded goals last night for Carolina, which is it's a rarity. And then I looked, Theo has the NHL record for three shorthanded goals in a game. I had no idea. I didn't either. <laughs> wow. No. So that's something, Theo. I'm waiting for a retreat, retweet, by the way, on that. But... Uh, Exciting night in the National Hockey League. And we roll in tonight. We got one, two, three, four, five games. But Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights, are off. Uh, CFL leftovers. I know you all are waiting for Lynch's take because you've been asking for it. But I, I will roll into this. You know, the news dropped Wednesday. We had 24 hours to absorb it. Talk about it Thursday. And now here, people are just kind of looking back going, okay, where are we at as CFL fans in this country? Do we think that they're going to play? I was thinking about that for a poll question, but we've done it so many times. There's still a lot of conditions. Frenzy has pointed out the column in the leader post today by the esteemed post-media columnist Rob Vanstone, who says there's just like way too many conditions attached to this announcement. 
You know, they love the assertion. We will play CFL football in 2021, but it's very hard to make a prediction when fans are writing us from all across the league saying, do you think they'll play, Rod, August 5th or not at all? We don't know what the backup contingency plans are. We don't even know what they are. So it's very hard to make an informed decision on whether the CFL will play this year or not when the owners don't want to put their cards on the table. Those are my CFL leftovers. I can tell you the players are hella excited, and they should be. And I really hope that they're not setting up for a fall because we've been down this road before. I don't. I pick a side and I stay there. I'm not coming off this. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I'll believe it when they see the field, but until then, we'll talk about the other things. I was quite disappointed in the CEBL, by the way, uh, disapp- uh, Sorry, delaying their season. Not disappointed in them, but it seemed like this was a league that is like, come hell or high water, we're starting on time. And then they didn't, and that's pretty disappointing too. But before I move on here to point three, what are, any leftovers the last couple of days from what's gone down in the CFL? Yeah, I mean... At first, it's like, okay, they finally have things together because we're getting an announcement and they're keeping us in the loop. But I also realize that announcement doesn't mean they're going to play. It's just open communication about what they're targeting now. Then I open my social media and I see everybody rushing to the vaccines and more and more people that I know getting vaccinated and the ages come down lower and lower and lower. And I'm like, maybe they will play. And then I open another social media and in a different province, they're backed up and nobody's getting vaccinated and it's getting worse. So I'm like, oh, maybe they're not going to play. So I get excited. I don't. So it'll be very interesting to watch the vaccines roll out, watch everything happen. What I will say is between now and August, it is going to look so much different than it does today, good or bad. So there's reason to be optimistic, but there's also reason to just be a little cautious and and don't... uh, don't buy your tickets yet or don't book your holidays yet. Oh, well, you can book your holidays up till August 5th. That's right. That's <laughs> and right. your camping spots. Oh, yeah. And all the rest. But don't so, take time off work because the riders are going to play on a Thursday night. or you're It's just try. interesting because we talked about all this at our morning meeting and the infamous Paul was up here. And we talked about what's raging in India now and flights not being allowed into Canada. Why were they in the first place for the, for the next 30 days because of variants that are coming in? We spent a long time talking about the global situation of the pandemic, which, frankly, the CFL is the flea on the elephant's ass of that whole thing, really. I mean, it's important to the CFL people, but the government, it's like, yeah. And then at the end, Lynch is like, and in three months, we're playing football. <laughs> What's that? Were you not listening, John? So we'll get his take. Uh, where's Trent in Norway? Let's get it. Norway calling. The bunny hug looks great. The gratuitous shot here. 14 CFL games are better than nothing if everything falls into place. Regarding the Rough Riders, after Craig Reynolds sent an email to the fans this week, it seems like Mr. Shepard's Friends of the Riders lottery needs to come back to help the bottom line. Have a good weekend, everyone. What do we think about that, Lynch? Tom should come back. Tom should come back. He's got the I don't, I don't think they want him. Well, that's great. Point three. 23 million he got for them. Blue Jays are at Tampa Bay tonight, and that's exciting, and Barry Davis will join us a little later. I don't know if you want to say any more about that, but the Blue Jays are 8-10. and 10. The Rays are 10-9. and nine. They're all scrunched up in that AL East. I don't know if you've oh, looked yeah. at the standings lately, but it's a mess. Yeah. Jays are coming on, though, and uh, they're starting to play a lot better. Frankie... 
Benvenuti is watching in Ottawa. Frankie Benvenuti. He is one of my dudes from the nation's capital. He uh, does podcasts on the OHL, the 67s, the CFL. There he is. What up, Frankie? Why don't you tell me if the CFL is going to play, Frankie? What do you think? And by the way, he follows you sports football very closely, too. That's kind of the forgotten child in this. Hey? That's right. I'm hearing a few questions of, hey, over here, what about university football? It's a big deal. I know. Why is nobody talking about that? I know. And Do we know? No, but we'll get into that for sure. When? That's, well, that's my whole thing, and I think there's going to be a whole week where we'll have some time to talk U Sports football coming up in May. Jack watching in... Vulcan Alberta says we're running out of vaccines in Alberta and our COVID cases are the absolute highest it's been from the start. So the we will play CFL football is misleading. I really hope that they're not intentionally misleading this nation, fans, players. I really hope they aren't. (laughs) Point uh, four, the NFL draft is next week. And it's Thursday's round one. It's led to our poll question today. I'm, I'm quite enjoying uh, the lead up. Only in the National Football League, Darren, with a week out. It's all they're talking about in American football. That's pretty cool. Very. That's cool. what I was trying to get going with the CFL by talking about it daily year round. But the tall foreheads weren't interested in doing that. So the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, which NFL quarterback prospect will be the best pro? And the latest mock draft I saw this morning, it was from The Athletic, had five of the top five picks, four will be quarterbacks. Trevor Lawrence of Clemson, Trevor Lawrence of Clemson running away 47%, they say, will be the best pro prospect. That's why he's going number one overall. But the guys behind him, that's kind of exciting. Nobody really knows. That's the intrigue. That's right. So Justin Fields of OSU is at 22%. Mac Jones of Alabama, 18%. And Zach Wilson, who's pegged to go number two overall to the Jets, 13% of the vote. So they're talking about it, and uh, that's very exciting. Zach Wilson, to me, kind of came out of nowhere in the last two, three months. Yeah. I mean, everybody was talking about Lawrence or Fields, Lawrence or Fields. And don't forget about Mac Jones because he's with Alabama. And those were kind of the three sexy names. And then all of a sudden, Zach Wilson's pegged to go number two because you start seeing more tape on him and paying more attention to him and seeing the combine results or his pro day and everything else. So it'll be fun. It'll be fun to watch. By the way, Frankie in Ottawa says, if we're relying on me to know know, we are in trouble. (laughs) Ha ha. Let me guess, Frankie, you tuned in to hear what what we thought if we had the answer we don't have the answer nobody has the answer i think what i was wanting to get to is what we got to and that is the statement we will play cfl football in 2021 was in a lot of ways hollow and in a lot of ways misleading and 48 hours after people are starting to realize wait a minute how can you say that which is disappointing uh, and then after those four quarterbacks, it gets very thin. That's the read that I get. We got to get Craig Smith on the air tomorrow. Or sorry, next week, our director of scouting, because he's all over this man. He predicted, he called Chase Claypool where he was going last year. Do you remember that to Pittsburgh yeah. in the second round? Yeah. He's a savant. Uh, point five, Dub Hub. Here's what happened last night in the Dub Hub. We called this one the Swift Current Broncos beat the Regina Pats 4 2. 
The Saskatoon Blades were shut out 4 nothing by the Prince Albert Raiders. And tonight, it is the Regina Pats and the Moose Jaw Warriors. 8 p.m., we'll have the call. Access now television from the Dub Hub. And I got to say this with the Connor Bedard thing. I got people writing me, sliding into my DMs, saying, can you get me a Bedard card? They don't want the other 25 guys. They want the Bedard card. Uh, trust me, I get it. I've been, trust me, I've been driving that bus. Uh, so I'll get it for the sponsors of our show that have asked. Anybody else? No soup for you. That's part of sponsoring this show. You get privileges. You get inside access. That's right. So for the sponsors of the Rod Peterson show that have asked for Connor Bedard rookie cards, I'll get you. Anybody else? Lose my number. <laughs> Are you ready for the top five, bottom five? Of the National Hockey League. And I'm quite proud of this week's top five, bottom five. I put a lot of thought in it. At least three minutes. Number one, the Vegas Golden Knights. Y'all, Canada's team. Number one in, in the entire National Hockey League, Vegas. Number two, Colorado Avalanche. Number three, Carolina Hurricanes. Number four, Washington Capitals. These are all division leaders. And number five, the Boston Bruins, who have won six in a row. Wow. Watch out for the bees. Wow. Top five again. Vegas, Colorado, Carolina, Washington, Boston. The intrigue doesn't stop there. Look at the bottom five, okay? This being the worst. Number 27, the Ottawa Senators. They beat Vancouver last night. Things are looking up. Yeah. Number 28, the San Jose Sharks. Two wins in their last 10. And they were close. Sharks are like floating. They're sinking to the bottom of the pool. 29, the Anaheim Ducks. If you're not selling wins, you're selling hope. They're selling hope. Number 30, the Buffalo Sabres. We got a new worst team in the NHL, Darren. Do you know who it is? Want to take a stab? I don't. The Columbus Blue Jackets. Actually, that's more of a... Columbus Blue Jackets, man. There you go. They're sucking slew water. That's the uh, quick six. That is the NHL top five, bottom five. And when we come back, AJ Jakubik, AJ on sports from the nation's capital. See you in a while, dupes, because we got a lot of business to take care of. Yeah, we'll take care of some of that. Four Seasons Sports Palace brings you the warm-up. Frenzy's in here next, too. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live Daily, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. This podcast is brought to you by Danette May and Mindful Health LLC, featuring Danette May's top superfood product from her Earth Echo Foods line, Cacao Bliss. Nothing feels better than being able to enjoy rich, smooth, creamy chocolate and knowing you're doing something good for your body. We start with 100% organic cacao beans that are naturally kissed by the sun, maintaining its miraculous health benefits. Then we blend it with turmeric, MCT oil, coconut, Himalayan sea salt, cinnamon and black pepper for the perfect blend to make you feel the best you ever have. The result 
Fall in love with a truly decadent, healthy, guilt-free chocolate, removing your cravings, facilitating weight loss, boosting your energy, and reducing your inflammation with one simple drink. Not only that, it's friendly to paleo, gluten-free, keto, vegan, and vegetarian diets. For the last eight years, we have been a leader in the superfoods market and are proud to have served millions of customers worldwide. We're offering up to 15% off when you use code MINUTE15 at earthechofoods.com slash minutemedia. Follow us on Twitter at May and at earthechofoods. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back to the RP Show, uh, everybody. Shout out to, to the trainer of the brand of Weekings, by the way. Scooter's got his, uh, I don't know if we can throw that out. We'll throw it up later. He's got his RP Show bunny hug on that he's wearing to the rink today from the brand and Weekings. I got the Weekings jacket here. I'm going to wear it an hour, too. We got so much gear coming in here that I got to split it up hour by hour. Oh. No, we're not. Todd Pinkney, one of our P1s, writes in and says, if everyone transfers you $100 to sponsor today's show, will you get them Connor Bedard cards? No, they only go to people who care. And if I see that you are selling Connor Bedard cards, you will be beaten at center ice to anybody that asks for Connor Bedard cards and then goes and sells. No, I'm serious. I was going to say castrated, but I thought I'd be canceled for that. How about so, that? how about that? But I know our sponsors really want these Connor Bedard cards. Okay. Frenzy's here. It's brought to you by Wheaton Kia. Lynch, we'll get to you, but AJ has been waiting for a long time. You guys can intertwine on this interview. AJ Jack, you make the voice of the Red Blacks. There he is. How you doing, my man? AJ, long time, no talk. Yeah, doing great. Uh, great to be with you. Bunny hug. When, when, when I'm hearing about bunny hugs, I, I'm just waiting to hear about Vico, and now I know I'm uh, on, a, on a show in Saskatchewan. Absolutely. We're changing the vernacular of this entire continent. Yeah. So listen, John Lynch is going to chime in with his thoughts. What are yours, AJ, on Wednesday's news? Because you and I talked leading up to it. Now we got it. August 5th, Target kickoff. What's your read? I'm positive. Uh, you know what? I, I just think the, the people that I talk to, uh, for example, we had Mark Gowdy on this week, and I've talked to him you know, quite regularly through this process over Chairman, the last couple Chairman of years. Governor of the Red Blacks, by the way, just to tell people who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, president and CEO of uh, the Ottawa Sports and Entertainment Group. So they run uh, uh, the Red Blacks, but also the Ottawa 67s. By the way, two teams. I don't. Is there another company in the world? It's not their fault. But I, I don't think there's another sports and entertainment company that has two teams that haven't played a game since the pandemic started. So I feel for uh, for them and the, and the OHL uh, season being canceled and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, when I talked to him last year, I never got any sense of optimism whatsoever that there was going to be a season. I never even got up to 50% optimism from him. And, and through this process this year, he's been, he's been very optimistic. And, and to me, it's, it's twofold, right? I mean, you know, when I talk about sports, I, I call sports people. When I talk about medical issues, I, I call doctors and, and, and that sort of thing. Right. And, and, you know, there's just this sense, you know, when you talk to people in the uh, in the medical medical community that in eight to ten weeks we're going to be in a much better spot, uh, maybe where Israel is right now. So that that's what gives me optimism that that we're going to play this year. But let, let's see how it plays out. 
Frenzy yours, please. What's the feeling of the fans there, Ellen, in Ottawa? Are they with the team? Are they care or uh, giving up or what? No, they're, uh, they, they're, they care. I, you know what? Uh, the, the CFL, XFL stuff has been a, a story that, you know, I, I host an afternoon drive show on TSN 1200 with Lever Sage. And, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of passion about uh, this story. So I, I think people care. People want to see football. The people I talk to, and I, I think, you know, it doesn't matter about CFL, XFL. It doesn't matter about, you know, this year. They just want to be back at TD Place. They want to see football. They want to have a beer on the concourse with their buddies and, you know, touchdowns, uh, sacks, athletic plays, physicality, whatever, whether that's, you know, they, they want it this year in, in, in the form that the CFL is. And I think, you know, a lot of them, not all of them, right? You're not going to get unanimity, unanimity everywhere, but... You know, a lot of these people that I talk to of all age groups um, just want to see football. They, they've seen it go away twice before, right? And in particular, the last time with the Renegades, I don't think anyone thought it was going to come back. So, uh, you know, a lot of these fans are, are very mindful of the fact that they, they just want to see 20 years down the road, the Ottawa Red Blacks play football. Well, that's great. And now how about the other cities? Do you have any uh, – Hamilton, I suppose, is pretty good, but – what about Toronto and Montreal? We keep hearing that there's not really a lot of interest in those two cities. Well, and that's the concern, right? You know, you make calls across the country and, and you know, like Toronto is Toronto. I don't, I don't think anyone's come up with any kind of plan to, to save the Toronto Argonauts. And, and I think that's probably where Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment is at right now. And so, but when you talk to people in Montreal and Vancouver as well, and people that, that are passionate about CFL football that have a vested interest in it, you know, I I don't get a lot of optimism there that the status quo is 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 going to to work long term also, and so I think that's why we're in the position we're in. Look, like I I understand the passion of of the three down fans. Like I'm a football fan, honestly. Like 40 years, you know, I I grew up going to Commonwealth Stadium and seeing you know the tail end of the the dynasty years with Warren Moon and, and Jim Germany and Dave Finnell and Larry Highball, Brian Kelly and that group, right? So I. Look, I've been watching CFL football for you know forty years, but but I've been watching football Sounds like for forty me. years, so I don't care about three down, four down, any of that kind of stuff. Like I, I just want football. I I love the product, regardless. Like to me, it's not like the hail mary from Doug Flutie to Gerald Phelan in, in, in eighty four Boston College in Miami. I didn't turn off the TV that day and say, well, you know what, that would have been so so much better if it was three down. And same with you know Burris to Ellingson. And, and and the 89 Grey Cup, I didn't turn off the, the TV that day and, and say, well, you know what? Well, that game would have been so much better if it was four now. It's it's great. I, I, to me, the product is great on, on both sides of the border. And so, like, to me, I think I think you can work with that. The, the bigger thing is, like, I, I think there's a lot of people, e- even in the media, that are in denial about, how much trouble these these franchises are in, in in the big markets you know you know i talked to a cfl a former cfl executive recently about franchise values i mean bill daly in the nhl talked at length about protecting the asset that's why they're playing nhl teams even with their broadcast revenue they're, they're losing a pile of money right now but they're playing because they're protecting the asset the saskatchewan rough riders so i asked him what are the what are the saskatchewan rough riders that i, I any you know he he's a guy that would know and he, and he said, well, probably over $100 million. not sure the exact number, but certainly <laughs> triple digits. 
What are the Ottawa Red Blacks worth? Well, depending pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, 15 million, maybe 35 million, somewhere in that range. Toronto Argonauts, what are they worth? A dollar. Montreal <laughs> Alouettes, what are they worth? A dollar. Yeah, less. Um, I didn't ask about the BC Lions. I didn't think I needed to ask about the BC Lions. Like, like this league needs a shot in the arm in those three cities. And, and to me, the status quo, when like we're, we're getting pretty good info here, you know, from, from Dave Naylor, from yourself, Roddy, from, from people all across the country, you can connect the dots and say, you know, the, these three franchises, the, the status quo isn't going to work. So if the status quo isn't going to work and the XFL goes and covets those markets, what do you do as the other six teams? What do you do if you're Craig Reynolds or Wade Miller or Mark Gowdy or Scott Mitchell? You, you just decide you're going to, you know, carry on with six teams and, and no Toronto, Montreal, and Vancouver while they try this new entity. So to me, I, I think, look, I, I don't want to sell out everything. You know, I, 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 the Grey Cup to me is a hill that I'll die on. Nine Canadian cities is a hill I'll die on. I think the Canadian players, you know, need to be, I'm not necessarily necessarily saying the numbers need to be the same, but Canadian players, there, there has to be Canadian content in whatever this new league is. Beyond that, hey, there's going to be things I don't like. I'm not going to love the fact that there's no fall football, uh, you know, September and October, that's football season, right? So that, I, I don't love that. Um, but if you get the right agreements in, pra- in place beforehand, right? I, I don't want to see an announcement where they say, all right, we're merging, um, you know, we're, we're going to work on some things. No, I, I want to see an announcement that says, okay, we're merging. We got a five-year broadcast deal that, that pays us a lot more than what we're getting right now. We've got a deal with Netflix or Amazon, um, you know, kind of to do a, a games, but also maybe some sort of uh, series, right? Like the F1 series that has drawn so many fans. Yeah. I need to stop you there and get into some viewer comments. By the way, just because CFL-XFL yeah. merger may play spring and summer doesn't mean we won't have university football to watch, and maybe we'll pack the stadiums that way across this country for junior and university football. Think about that. There's still that. Troy in Toronto watching. Uh, he says, I haven't heard a peep about the CFL-XFL in Toronto and very little on... Where is it? Very little on Sports Center. It slipped off my. So very little on Sports Talk. Larry Dye says, "I would love to watch a Red Blacks game from the balcony of that apartment building." Larry's watching in Medicine Hat. You've been on the balcony of that apartment building in the end zone, have you not? I have. I yeah, have having cocktails with the owner because I'm always working. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, it didn't have to be for a football game. Uh, Craig Campbell, Hockey Hall of Fame, downtown Toronto. Who's better? North side or south side? Always a good atmosphere there. What's better? Yeah, love them both. I hey, I broadcast south side, so I'll go fifty-one percent that way, just because I broadcast on that side. From Paul Totsky in Toronto, I'm an Argos fan. Can't wait till they come back. But if the league becomes a four-down league, I'll likely just watch the NFL or European soccer. Well, Paul, see ya. You'll be missing out. Can't convince you otherwise. From Beneath Sports Twitter feed, watching in Toronto, says Damon Allen said on Fan 590, the CFL needs to pour their resources into U sports and grassroots football in Canada. Do you agree this will help grow the league, AJ? Yeah, that, that would help. But again, I, I think it's it's broadcast, right? And, you know, like, I think they got a pretty good broadcast deal in Canada, but what more can you get out of that broadcast deal? Um, it, like, you can get a heck of a lot more if you bring in not just, you know, American TV networks, but what about Amazon, right? What if you have a, a special 
and you have games, right? They're getting into the NFL business. So, mm. um, and, and again, I, I think the other two, like EA Sports, right? Or, or like, let's be honest, if you're going to a meeting with EA Sports or Caesars or Amazon or Netflix or, or you know, Fox or ESPN or whoever, you have a better chance of getting video game deal, a, a, a gambling deal, a fantasy deal, whatever, broadcast with The Rock. Like, that that's where The Rock... That, that's where just his presence makes a factor. I, I don't expect that, you know, all of a sudden 35,000 people a game are going to go to watch football in Houston just because The Rock is involved. No, it's about the doors that he can open, right? And if, if you go with The Rock, Larry Tannenbaum, Jerry Cardinal, and, and Danny Garcia, I think some of those doors that maybe wouldn't be open otherwise can start to open. Hey, before we let you go, because we're running out of time, tell me a little bit about yeah. the OHL. What are you hearing? You're very connected. You've called 67's games for years. They're talking about a prospects tournament. I'm sure you've heard. Do you know how these kids are going to get on the ice, the draft eligibles at least, ahead of the NHL draft? Yeah, I mean, they're talking about that. Uh, I haven't heard anything in a couple of days, to be honest. I, I talked to a lot of people uh, on the day of the cancellation. Uh, I, I just feel for these kids, right? I mean, I think, you know, for the draft eligibles, you know, there, there's guys that, you know, like I look at a guy like Alex Formanton. Al, like Alex Formanton looks great right now with, with the Ottawa Senators on the penalty kill. He's one of the fastest guys in the NHL. And, you know, this is a guy that in his draft year with, with the London Knights as a 16-year-old, because it's a one year later in the OHL and WHL, was five foot six, and, and so didn't play in the league at 16. All of a sudden played at 17 was a second round draft pick and just shot up from there. World juniors, all that kind of stuff. So how many, how many of these guys, and look, you know, if, if you're good, you know, maybe it's a year away before these guys get looked at, but I, I just feel for so many kids that just didn't get the opportunity to skate. Like, like it's, you know, back to Oseg and, and their situation, like the biggest revenue generating league in the world that hasn't played a game since the pandemic, the Canadian football league. Meantime, the, the best, hockey league in the world that hasn't played a game is the Ontario hockey league. And, and, and it's not, you know, like to the OHL thing. I mean, there's a lot involved. I don't think it's on the individual clubs, not going to get in any of that kind of stuff, but I, I just feel for, you know, the staff people in, that have a vested interest in it and, and mainly the players, right? Just the fact that, you know, they're, they're going to be, I don't think you're going to see a lot of fifth and sixth round draft picks. Maybe I'm going to be wrong. Maybe, maybe they well, take a I fire know. on some of these kids. I, but I, I feel for those those kids. So do I. We'll find out draft weekend in the National Hockey League. And I wish we had more time, but we are out of it. AJ, always enjoy our visits. The viewers loved it. Stay safe, my friend. And you two didn't get in, in a fight, so today's a win. <laughs> Good show again, frenzy. AJ. Love, love your frenzy. I Looking know. There's a lot of passion there with you guys. Okay, thanks, AJ. Have a great weekend. We'll be back with a sports update, and we'll defer to Lynch. Okay, Lynch, the way you want it. Yeah. The rest of the way. Okay. His appearance is brought to you by Wheaton Kia, by the way. You can find them in North Regina, corner of Albert and Avonhurst. We'll be right back. You're watching uh, on Game Plus Television, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk. For Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com, listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rob. 
20 minutes left in hour one, but I know that it's going to go by in a flash. So I'm jumping right into this sports update. Matt Murray collected his second shutout of the week as the Ottawa Senators blanked the Vancouver Canucks 3-0 in Rogers Arena. Murray had 31 saves in the victory and extended the Sens' win streak to three games. Austin Matthews scored his league, leading 34th of the season. And Mitch Marner added two goals as the Toronto Maple Leafs beat the Winnipeg Jets 5-3 at Bell MTS Place. Toronto now six points clear of Winnipeg for top spot in the Scotia North Division. We have news out of Calgary this morning. Bill Lothian reporting that the Flames have canceled their morning skate after a player has tested positive for COVID. Oh, boy. <laughs> the beat goes on, Frenzy. Don't want to hear that. From Allie Hicks, a viewer on Facebook, says, Happy CFL Football Friday, catching a few minutes while on break. Really enjoying the RP show in the evening. PVR from Game Plus TV. Your show's always entertaining with a great variety of guests and conversation. Have a great weekend, RP show, and all viewers. Same to you, Allie. Thank you for the positive comments and for watching. Back to my sports update in the Dub Hub. Reed Dick turned away 31 of 33 shots, and Michael Farron scored twice as the Swift Current Broncos doubled up the Pats 4-2. I called the game with Moose DuPont. It was a good game, not a great game. We'll be back on the air tonight at 8 p.m. Pats and the Moose Jaw Warriors. Maximilian Paddock made 20 saves for the shutout in the Prince Albert Raiders down the Saskatoon Blades 4-0. Dustin Wolf had a 32-save outing for his fourth shutout of the season, and Hunter Campbell scored twice as the Everett Silvertips blanked the Spokane Chiefs 5-0. Dylan Guerin made 33 saves over the, over the final two periods, and 43 in all, and Connor Zeri capped a three-goal third as the Kamloops Blazers beat Prince George 4-1. And Sebastian Casa made 30 saves. And Josh Williams scored once and set up two goals as the Edmonton Oil Kings beat Medicine Hat 3-0. From the CEBL, the Ottawa Blackjacks announced today the signing of Dominic Archie, a six foot seven forward from Augusta, Georgia. Archie has played 389 games as a pro in France, Italy, Israel, Belgium, Romania, and in the NBA G League. Again. Dominique Archie signing with the Ottawa Blackjacks. That sports update brought to you by the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. I'm going to the Prairie Mobile text line frenzy from Randy Butler on the 541. Says, uh, did you survive the interview yesterday on Calgary Sports Radio? I told Lynch that I was going on Fan 960 yesterday. You couldn't believe it, Lynch. No. They had me on, and I survived it, and we talked CFL football for a good 20 minutes in primetime radio time in Calgary yesterday with Hustler. It was great. On uh, a, lot, a lot coming in here from Earl in Calgary. Is it just me seeing this? I like that pass to the middle in your own zone in the breakout if it's there, but it seems like way too many guys are now just deflecting it or just no-look passing it to the middle without looking half the time. Yep. Throwing it up the middle, we used to call that a, what do we call it, Apple turnover? Apple Betty? Something like that. Jets' second goal against yesterday was just a result of this. What he's just talking, throwing it blindly up the middle. And nobody picks it up, they just put a stick on it. Anyways, from Earl in Calgary. New listener and absolutely love the show. How about that? Hey, good. That's great. How about that? DG in Saskatoon. John, this is for you. And all of us. But he says, morning, guys. Why haven't we adopted Trey Lance as our own in the rectangle, which we call Saskatchewan? 
His pop wasn't just some Rudy Poo on the Riders in the early 1990s. According to the NFL Network's Rich Eisen, Trey to the Bay, a.k.a. San Francisco, will happen at number three. Come on, Rich Eisen is not Mel Kuyper. No way. They're not taking an NDSU quarterback. Well, Carson no Wentz way. went high. No way. They're going to take the guy from Ohio State. You think so, huh? Sure. And, but what do you remember about Trey Lance's dad playing for the Riders? Because this morning here in our lobby, we had on the NFL Network. And we all perked up. I, I took a picture of the screen. Where the heck is it? Uh, here it is. Which quarterback prospect's father played cornerback for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in the London Monarchs? And I had no idea. Like, Darren's what? like, you, you must have called his games. I'm like, well, the Lufton, Ruff, well, if the, Ruff, yeah, if the player's 22 and I did the games for 20 years, no, it would have been before my time. I'm 76 to 85. That you called games? Yep. It was early 90s. Do I have to Google Trey Lance's father? Trey Maybe Lance, you'll remember. Trey Lance, uh, I don't think he was, I don't think it's Carlton. Huh? His name's Carlton. Carlton Lance. Or maybe not. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. I got to find this here. Is it, I don't remember, okay? I was not so diehard into the CFL nor the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in the early 90s that I would remember this guy playing. But he didn't play that well. <laughs> I don't remember him. <laughs> I don't remember him. It's Carlton, huh? a former cornerback at Southwest Minnesota State, who played for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders of the CFL and the London Monarchs of the World League of American Football. Carlton Lance. So there you go, DG in Saskatoon. Nobody remembers this guy. No. Lynch says if he played for the Riders, he didn't play well. Must have been Lance for a glance, eh? (laughs) Lance for a glance. (laughs) He was only here for a cup of coffee and a donut at Robin's. Uh, Frankie, stop. In Ottawa, Frankie Benavenuti says, okay, Rod, I got to know. Any F1 knowledge up in that head? Formula One? Come on, man. I just got into stock car racing last summer. I'm just trying to absorb everything in NASCAR. Don't get me going on Formula One. No. <laughs> I got, I'm taking golf lessons now. Are you really? Yes, you, I can't you gave get in. into everything. You gave in. You're taking golf lessons. Uh, Carlos Legena in Indianapolis says it's not like we can remember every player who signed or played for a team. Pretty well, though. Lynch does. Quarterbacks. Anybody? A lot, a lot of quarterbacks. <laughs> the important ones. Yeah, I don't think that guy was here, quite frankly. Ah, yes, yes. I'm watching the National Hot Rod Association. Yeah, I watched that in Vegas. Yeah, but still, I prefer to keep my sports on my continent. Why is that so hard for people to understand? European soccer, goodbye. Formula One racing, see ya. We'll be right back. Oh, got questions for you, Frenzy? We'll be back with viewer takeover. And by the way, next hour, Barry Davis to talk some Blue Jays. It is a Flame Tech football Friday. Flame Tech is your industry leader in combustion services. Look them up. We'll be right back on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk, now streaming at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Test your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. 
Welcome back, everybody, in Hall of Fame Rough Riders broadcaster John Lynch is here, too. It's a great day, Lynch. Man, are you having fun? Great time. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm in a good mood today. I know you are. It took a while. You put me in a bad mood, and I've yeah. come back from that. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry about that. No, it's okay. You didn't mean to. Uh, a curling report for Verge Agriculture. No women's teams are unbeaten at the Grand Slam of Curling Players Championship after the last two squads with unblemished records suffered th- uh, losses on Thursday. South Korea's Min Jae Kim gave up four in the eighth and final end and lost 6-3 to Switzerland's Elena Stern. Switzerland's Sylvana Taranzoni, meanwhile, beat reigning Canadian champ Kerry Anerson 10-3. Kim, Taranzoni, and Anerson are tied for first in pool at two and one, while Japan's Suzuki Fujisawa and Sweden's Anna Hasselberg are tied for the lead in Pool B at three at uh, three and one. In men's play, Scotland's Bruce Mowat leads Pool A at four and zero. Oh. Mowat won the first of two Grand Slam events last week when he beat reigning Canadian champ Brendan Botcher in the final of the Humpties Champions Cup. Team McEwen from Winnipeg skipped by Reed Carruthers is first in Pool B at three and one. After play today, the top six women's and men's teams qualify in the playoffs. This curling report brought to you by Verge Agriculture, helping farmers plan and optimize their operations across every field. Try Verge's Precision Farm Tech software for free today at vergeag.com. By the way, our rock star of the day yesterday, just to, just to throw that out there, was Sportsnet's Arash Madani will be having a poll later on today to see who the rock star of the day is of uh, today's program, John Frenzy, A.J. Jakubik, or Barry Davis. It's brought to you by Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions. There you go. Uh, we've moved on from Pizza Pops. That was so last week. Um, with regards to the CFL coming back, Glenn Erickson, our good buddy, in Medicine Hat, he writes for uh, dubnetwork.ca, among various things that he's into. He says, Rough Riders and Stampeders logos are all over Medicine Hat. Got to think there's some coin around here to be spent if the CFL plays in 2021. Always is. Yeah. You got friends in Medicine Hat, don't you? Yeah. Oh, is it? Well, Graham Kelly, chief among them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Great. It's a good town. Medicine Hat's a good town. It's a Underrated. Lot. Underrated. It's about 35,000 people. Uh, it's thought it was a small town, but really it's a first-class town. Good hockey franchise there. Has been. Won a, won a cup there. Uh, a few. A few years ago. 87, 88. Yeah. Uh, but weather's great down there. Much better than yeah, Better than here. Better than Saskatchewan. For some reason, it's that area there. Maple Creek, Medicine Hat, same type of thing. Real good weather. Chinooks. Time. Yeah, Chinooks. They have a good time. Uh, they support the hockey team really well. Uh, they're really with it. They're really with it. Yeah. I got to read some Comments here. Chris from the 905 writes in on the Prairie Mobile text line. Sastel, your authorized Sastel dealer. Rod, I agree. Don't stop being you. Living in the East, I sincerely appreciate your take on the CFL. Every show, as we don't get that here. Have you ever been to Hawaii to see a University of Hawaii game? Not gigantic crowds, but so much fun from the different local foods during tailgating to the in-game experience, to beachwear and sandals in November in the stands. Awesome bucket list event. My best, Chris. Thank you, Chris, in the 905. I got to go to Hawaii. I got friends that have coached there. Uh, Reinbold, right? June Jones. Oh, yeah. Chad Owens played there. Saul. Better call Saul. From the 204, uh, Shad, 
Rod is the Howard Stern of Sports Talk. Shad in Brandon. I'll take it. From Ray in Kitchener, or in the Kitchener area in the six. Hi, Rod. I'm hearing the CHL is attempting a prospects game, but COVID may impact those plans. Costs will be an issue to pull that off. Have to feel for the players, especially the OHL kids who did not have a chance to show their talents. What a mess. I know, Ray. Thanks for watching. Next hour, more with Frenzy. Second half kickoff coming up and Barry Davis to talk. Blue Jays, stick around after the break. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.